0: You're listening to Cat
1: Talk now. It's Cat Talk.
0: Hi, welcome to Cat Talk with Safa. Today we have the lovely Rachel McKay Steele. Uh, she just got did her one person show and she's beaming, but
1: she's beaming because she loves cats.
0: Yes, she's a cat mom. I am So, do tell about your cat, which I briefly met.
1: Um, yes, I just want to say that my cat Roxy is. She's such a scaredy cat. I didn't know that was a thing, and well, I've heard the phrase, but then I got a cat, and I was like, oh, that's where that comes from. But she took to Sufa in like five minutes, and it was very lovely. So Roxy is my cat. She's four and a half years old. I adopted her from Kitty Kind. They do adoptions out of Petco in Union Square and she was found in a snowstorm um like a month before i got her so s- during the big snowstorms she really she does she gets extra cuddly i think she knows like that's where she came from
0: they purr right cuz tell
1: she purrs a lot she purrs pretty much any time we're cuddling or and i we do cuddle a lot but i just ha- it could just be because during snowstorms, like, I think about it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I get so sad thinking about her being out in a snowstorm. Um, but, yes, yeah, someone found her in a snowstorm, and they brought her to Kitty Kind, and then I adopted her. Do you want me to tell you, like, how I ended up adopting her, or...
0: Yeah, like, what was the, like, initial interaction...
1: So, I am allergic to cats. I'm just going to... Oh, yes. That's,
0: <laughs> that's one, of, one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to interview you because a lot of people want to know how a person with allergies lives with a cat. That's very, very odd and mysterious and, and a good tale.
1: Yeah. So, I am allergic to cats and dogs and so I never really had pets growing up except I think hamsters when we were very little. Um, and of I course, I have a ferret briefly. Yeah, my mom obviously had to take all the care of the hamsters. My brother and I didn't do anything. Um, sorry, mom. So, but when I was in college, I lived at one point with a friend, Margot, and she had a cat, this tabby kitten, runt named Perna. And I just was like, okay, I'll take um, flonase every single day and Zyrtec, and I won't let the cat in my room, and it'll probably be fine. And it was actually. Um, and I realized that I could live with a cat. And, um, but yeah, Perna, who was oh my God, she was so cute and funny. And I kind of think that the way a cat acts naturally is kind of like they're on mushrooms. They're like, oh my God, what's that over there? Wait, let me look at that. And so I would come home. So I went to school at University of Colorado Boulder. So sometimes on a weekend I would come home and I would still be, you know, tripping on acid a little bit. And I would just like love hanging out with Perna, um, and I guess my roommate tells me the story. I'm, like, leaving her message saying that I'm home, and then all of a sudden I'm, like, got to go. The cat and I are doing acid together. I mean, I didn't dose the cat, obviously, but I just, like, clearly felt like Perna was on acid with me.
0: Do you want to know why? Okay. When you're taking acid, it usually, like, you know, you can... If you touch somebody, it... was out of your pores and stuff you Uh can get to the other person and it happened to me when i was on acid i touched my cat and the cat started acting weird so really yeah
1: well i think this just like when i watch roxy like during the day move around I'm like she looks like she's losing her mind on a mushroom trip um but yeah so that's i just basically i'd never been around a cat i was actually kind of scared of cats i remember babysitting when i was little and like you know, being in another room, they'd put the cat in the other room and the cat was like putting its paw under the door, which mm-hmm. now I think is cute. But at the time I was like, this cat is coming to murder me. It's also because my brother let me watch Tales from the Crypt when I ah. was way too young and like a cat like comes out of like one of their like bodies in the end. Ah. And so I just was terrified of cats. And then I thought cats are really cool, but I figured, you know, I can't have my own cat. I could live with someone that has a cat. And then I would be at this yoga studio I used to go to a lot, Yoga Maya, and I met Boulder? Se- no, this is in, uh, they're in Chelsea. And I met several people who were like, no, I'm allergic and I have a cat, I get used to it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is a thing. And then four years ago, I was living with my friend, Danielle, who, um, she works in indie films, she's Australian, she's the best, huge, huge cat lady. And so when she heard me say like, I've thought about getting a cat, she was like, okay, you know, she took that and went with it. So we went to look at cats, and um, I remember looking at this, like, beautiful black cat, and I kind of, like, went near it, and they're all in their cages, and this cat um, hissed at me, and I've never had a cat before, so it was, like, I was terrified. I, like, jumped away, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't adopt a cat. This is scary, and it was just really funny because... Danielle was like, actually, that was intense. I could see if you've never had a cat. That would be very scary. And I just remember looking at this cat and being like, this cat and I knew each other in a past life, and, like, we did not get along. Like, we were, like, witches in some village, and, like, I, sh- she got burned, and I somehow got away, and she was pissed about it. And so then the people there were like, oh, this is your first cat. Why don't you meet Roxy. So I went to like pet her and she rolled over and showed uh. me her belly. And I was like, "Okay, you know, I have to have this cat." So I adopt Roxy, and I'd say it was 6 months minimum till she ever let me pet her belly again. Wow. So she played me. She's smart and she <laughs> played me. Um and yeah, she just she saw me, and she was like, "Oh, there's oh. a sucker that is going to spoil me rotten." <laughs> and um yeah, and But I remember my first few weeks having her, I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? I'm not responsible enough for a cat. I've never had a cat. My eyes are itchy. And I I started asking friends who I'd heard were adopting cats. Like, you know what? I adopted a cat. I'm allergic to cats. I've lost my mind. Do you want her? Hmm. And no one took her. And then Danielle was like, I'm I'm moving to a new apartment because, you know, she was just getting a bigger apartment. Um, I'll take Roxy. So we called Kitty Kind, and they said that we couldn't do that. Roxy would have to come back to the shelter. Mm. They would have to go look at Danielle's new place, and then they would let her. And I like lost my shit. I was like, so at the time I had these like bumps in my eyes for my allergies. Uh-huh. I was taking special eye drops for, and uh, I was like. I will bleed from my eyes before I ever let this cat go back into a cage. She loves running around. How could you do that? Like, I will die from blood loss before this cat has to go anywhere that's not a loving home. Anyways, thank God, because I cannot imagine my life without her. And the allergies went away. And I realized that if you've never had a pet before, it is all of a sudden slightly daunting to have a pet because you're not Uh used to it. But... The thought of not having Roxy in my life makes me want to cry so much that I no one else really knows this story about me yelling at KittyKind except for Danielle, who is here, because it's like if I tell people about it, then it's almost true. Like I really didn't have her. But I do think it's just I mean, that's how bad my allergies were, but that's how much they got better. She sleeps in my bed almost uh-huh. every night. I am allergic to everything. So I do take Zyrtec and Flonase almost every day. I stopped it for a couple weeks and was totally fine around Roxy, but then seasonal allergies hit and I had to start up again.
0: So like you guys pretty much bonded in a month, right?
1: No, I mean, she was so bratty. (laughs) She, um, she would just sit on my couch where Steph and I are sitting now and kind of just like watch us. And We would sit down and we would like pet her head like once, twice, and then she would turn and like, she wouldn't bite us. She would like threaten to nip us. She would never Mm -hmm. actually get us. Growl. She would just go, which, and it was just her way of like, you pet my head two times, Uh we're out. And it was just little by little. She really liked to play with feathers. So we had toys for her and she always wanted to play. But in terms of like letting me or Danielle pet her, that took a while. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say after like a month, she would occasionally like come into my bed when I was like waking up in the morning and like walk up mm-hmm. and like look at me, like feed me. And then a month later, she started sleeping at the foot of my bed. And then six months later, she started sleeping next to me. And I'd say she sleeps next to me like 70 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, she just goes and sleeps in a corner. Yeah, who knows why cats do what they do? Um, but I am, like, not as emotionally stable if she's, like, decided that for mm-hmm. two days she's going to sleep, like, in my hamper.
0: Uh, my cat used to wake me up in the morning, you know, lick my face. Uh, actually, I mean, they, they like licking face. Like, But, like, somehow, like, in the morning, like, when you know, before like, I have to put breakfast for them.
1: She does not wake me up for breakfast. Uh. And it's actually very frustrating because I am not a morning person. I sleep through alarms. And people tell me the stories of, like, their cat's, like nibbling their faces or like playing the covers off and roxy will come in when it's time for breakfast she'll meow like twice and if i'm like and i literally i'm like roxy will get breakfast later she goes away and i go back to sleep like she notes it and then is like all right whatever like she and like i want her to wake me up because i'm horrible in the mornings but she's kind of like okay breakfast now all right, later's good for me too. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I thought she was, I thought cats were supposed to get their owners up. And she's like, she's on whatever schedule in the morning.
0: She's very metropolitan.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so, it's just really funny that like, she acknowledges that breakfast would be nice now, but then I'm like, I look at her and I go back to bed and she just goes and does whatever she wants.
0: Maybe she's a brunch person.
1: That's true. Yeah. Maybe she's just making sure I make it to our brunch reservation on time. He's like, I don't want to lose this table, you lazy woman.
0: Um, so, like, did, like, scientifically, did you guys figure out, like, why the allergies went away?
1: Oh, yeah. It's just, um, you get used to it. It's the same thing as getting allergy shots. Your body is exposed to it oh. long enough to adjust. So it's essentially, like, a very extreme version of getting the shots. And I am still allergic to friends' cats. Wow. I have adjusted to Specifically. my cat. Boxy. Yes. And I did at the sh- at, uh, Petco, I did hold her briefly and then not like wash my arm for like two hours just to see what would happen. And it got a little itchy, but there are like some cats where it would be instant. So like it was always a range of like super, super allergic to allergic. One of I dated a guy who lived in L.A. This was, I don't know, nine years ago. And his brother had a cat that there was not enough Zyrtec and Flonase uh under the sun, like, this cat, like, I was just so, so allergic to that cat. Um, But luckily, it was always kind of a range. And I could tell that Roxy was on the less Mm -hmm. allergy range. And even the first year I I had her, if I would go away for five days, when I would come back, I would, my eyes would be itchy for, like, a day. So it was, like, an adjustment period, but you, like... You really can't adjust to them. Like I was someone who was so allergic to cats and thought cat hair was gross. And now I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to have cat hair on me. I try to keep it to a minimal level because, you know, other people in the world have allergies Uh and I use, you know, a brush. But no, like my home has a lot of cat hair in it, like in my bed where she sleeps. And I was very, very allergic. It's possible. You just have to be dedicated you have to know that for a month it's probably gonna suck and you should be taking zyrtec flonase and potentially antihistamine eye drops but it's
0: doable it's during like adjustment period but um yeah i mean i'm not really familiar with allergies like i don't have any allergies so much maybe i'm kind of developing when there's a lot of pollen and stuff seasonal
1: allergies are getting worse because of climate change
0: i've been feeling that um so yeah, I was you know back in Colorado. I was dating someone from uh, CSU, and then she had to stay at go my place. Rams. Yeah, yeah. Fort Collins. So like and
1: Boulder and Fort Collins are very close together.
0: Rivals yeah. for
1: anyone. So I think you were in Denver. Yeah. I was in school in Boulder, and then Fort Collins is north of Boulder. So if anyone just wanted some quick Colorado geography, since Steph and I both lived there. Now you know the Denver Boulder Fort Collins triangle.
0: Yeah, f- like fat Tire is, I think on the way to uh, Fort Collins, right? Yes, it is. Um, so she 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 gave me an ultimatum it was like uh, she was allergic to cats and she was like either me or the cat. So
1: Please tell me you picked the cat.
0: Well, like <laughs> I briefly gave my cats to a friend and then like cuz it was only like during the summer, so I was yeah. like yeah. Uh, I don't know why I brought that up, but uh, Because
1: Bonds with cats and humans are complicated.
0: Oh, Believe me, Like uh, I like them because like, I mean, I love dogs too, but you don't have to impress them I mean, you have to impress cats in a different level, yeah. not in a superficial uh, level. Cats are discerning. Yeah.
1: My, so my roommate Danielle, the one that was living with me when I adopted the cat and truly would not have had a cat if it hadn't been living with Danielle at the time, who was just, like, missed her cat in Australia and was like, we're going to get a cat into this apartment. She always said that she didn't trust men who didn't like cats hmm. uh, because she thought they um, that they wouldn't be able to handle a strong woman. Huh. And I, I agree with that. I think cats are smart, and uh, they they don't suffer fools.
0: And they're independent. They're so. independent.
1: But it's fascinating to me, like, um, I hear people so many times like defend their cats like oh my cat is just like a dog because cats have this reputation of like not caring about their people. They
0: do but it's a different... They do. Yeah. It's different.
1: But even my cat is nothing like a dog. Like the doorbell rings she's under the bed. Like she's just a scaredy cat. She's nothing like a dog. But she... If it's me coming in the door she welcomes me at the door. She wants cuddles. Yeah. She cares them I'm around. So I almost get... Like when people say that, and there are cats that are like dogs, I get it, but it's like you don't even need to bucket cats that way. We don't, we don't have to, our cats do not need to be held to this dog standard. They are different creatures who are great for different reasons. And apparently this is the platform that I am running (laughs) uh, for city council on, but it's true. Like cats may not always interact with people they don't know, whereas dogs do, but cats have such special bonds with their people and I really did not totally understand that until I got a cat and they're like oh they don't care if you leave all day I'm like yeah they do they're fine they can take care of themselves but like they are happy to see you Roxy specifically says don't go out tonight stay home and watch Netflix and I say okay if you (laughs) say so
0: my cat used to hear me like walking from the hallway and just be close and then like I would hear the cat meowing before I even you know Enter in my apartment. Uh, So I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is kind of a lucky dog, but uh, they have different way of showing love and and different way of, you know, testing you, you know.
1: But it's true. People like there is this idea that we have to defend cats to dog people and be like, no, it's just like a dog. And it's like, sorry, I don't care if you don't like cats. You're lost. My cat doesn't like you either.
0: It's a different kind of love. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I mean... I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've also never had a dog. <laughs> I, I will same, but like, I mean, down the line, I would, I do want to have dogs and cats living in one house. But I mean, I, I get along with dogs. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I won't say I do really like dogs. I don't dislike them. Yeah. I love furry creatures. I am allergic to dogs as well. Um, I would not, you know, I would not be able to take care of a dog at this. You know, I can go. Out for the day, and like no one to has to walk. Obamas, Roxy.
0: Obamas, Portuguese uh, water dog. <laughs> yes, that's well, what you need.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, which would be, Roxy, my cat, is also like very small. She's seven pounds. But yeah, I I do really like dogs. One day, I would love to have two cats and a dog. But I just I like I just noticed the way some people talk about cats to make them more palatable to dog owners. And I don't, guys, cat owners out there, we don't have to do that. Like, cats it's are great.
0: Apples and, and oranges.
1: We don't have to, you know, we don't have to brand certain cats as dog-like, even if they are. Honestly, maybe some dogs are cat-like. Have you ever thought about that? Huh. I know. Big questions.
0: We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, the allergies are over. Yeah. And.
1: Except to seasons. <laughs> hmm.
0: And. You just had your one-person show. Yes, I did. And There's, you know, some which cat my cat content. Is,
1: Yeah, my cat is my. There's. I mean, m- multiple photos of my cat in my one-woman show.
0: Not only your show, but we found out that Anne Frank is also a cat person as well. So
1: Anne Frank had a cat, and Anne loved her cat. Anne was a cat mom. And for those of you that are wondering how we segued into Anne Frank, my solo show is called Shiva for Anne Frank. And I mean, if you don't
0: feel like talking about it, it's like
1: oh no. Um, and it's uh, it's about Jewish identity, girlhood, womanhood, uh, community, mourning, and I talk about Ann's life and my life. And one thing that Ann and I both have in common is how much we love cats. cats. And so there are um, photos of my cat in the show. And at one point, I turn and talk to the photo of my cat, and I just improvise it. Uh, I just talk to the photo of Roxy as if she were right there. And so I say things like, who's a cat? <laughs> You're a cat. Which I just, she never, you know, tires of me hearing that from me, or so I say. I will say one thing. Roxy's funny. I never knew how much cats throw up because they eat too fast. Oh, yeah. And she does. She throws up a lot. And sh- if she does. A lot she- of
0: paper towels.
1: Yeah. She will, like, stand next to where she throw up and meow until I get there, which is really considerate. It's a particular meow. But the other day, we were, like, moving around the house doing this. I just wanted to turn to her and be like, Roxy, just tell me where you didn't throw up. And, like, this would move a lot faster. So she's funny. I love, I've I loved, like, just, like, she has different meows for different things. And that was just another really fun thing for me to discover, having never had a pet. Like, I know her meow when she's wants When she did something wrong and need to clean it, I know her meow when she's suggesting I get out of bed and feed her. I know her meow when I've been out of town.
0: Yeah, the out-of-town ones is the most sad one. Yeah, they're like... Like when you get back and they're just like,
1: where have you been? Yeah, there is such disappointment in their voice. They're like, I'm not mad at you for leaving, but I am disappointed that you (laughs) have done it again.
0: It's, yeah... They have big personalities. I, that's like that's one of the reasons I like him because, unlike dogs, they don't try to be cute. No. I mean, they they are cute. They're but so
1: cute. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Yeah. They don't do it on purpose. Like you know, I I I'm not saying that dogs are inferior, but I'm just saying that, um, like you, they're they're more complicated. They're
1: very complicated creatures, and they just they're so funny and you know, I don't know. I just, I, I was just, when I first adopted Roxy, I had jury duty like literally the next day. So I just sat in a corner and read about cat behavior for the 12 hours I was there. Um, and I just, um, I found it fascinating learning sort of about that history of cats kind of domesticated themselves. They noticed that When we settled down, there were these stores of grain and that meant there were more rats. And so they set up and that is so cat like to me for them to show up and be like, all right, we're we're here now because this is a good way to get fed. And then my same roommate, Danielle, she uh, in Australia lived in this neighborhood and one of her neighbors had a cat and then they had a baby. And a few weeks after the baby was born, the cat was just like, no, picked up walked, like, two doors down and moved in with the other neighbors and would, like, never go back to the other house. And it's very sad, probably, you know, that... But the cat was just, like, I do not like this. This is not to my liking. And literally just moved in with the neighbors. Like, cats just... Cats are gonna cat. And I love that.
0: It's their world and we get to live in it.
1: Yeah, I would be devastated if, like, Roxy moved to my neighbors because... Of something I mean Roxy's not allowed outside, <laughs> so she couldn't, but you've just got to respect this cat for like knowing what it needed, and I mean, I'm sure the neighbors could like visit the cat, but the truth is it lived with the other neighbors from then on out
0: I mean there's some harmony uh I mean they need us, and we need them, but it's not that obvious as like a dog and men,
1: yes you know?
0: it's, it's always like I don't want to say give and take or but it's. They show their admiration and their love in different ways, and then y- you know, and you have to accept that, you know.
1: Yeah, it's really, I just, I just find her behavior fascinating, and just like the weird little things she will. Lately, she's been super into paper clips, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Grant, and then I was like, oh my god, she could chuck on one of these, so I yes, started taking them away. I was going to say
0: that. Make sure that they don't. Yeah, you know.
1: But there was, you know, like a five-minute period where I let her play with a paperclip. And now when I say she landed a paperclip, she's constantly waiting for me to, like, accidentally put a paperclip down. Uh But Roxy loves to – she loves to eat paper, which is fairly common, I think. Um, She loves feathers. First time I heard that. Oh, yeah? Eating paper. She loves to eat paper. Um, But she's so smart. Like, I can be in the kitchen cooking, and I will hear her doing something that she's not supposed to be doing, usually eating paper – and I can just be like, Roxy, and snap my finger, and she'll stop. Like, she knows. Yeah. She's so smart.
0: Yeah, they're smarter than, than, you know, most people think they are.
1: They're so smart. Like, she's like a toddler that, like, looks at you while you're, like, I have a niece. And you'll be like, don't do that, and looks at you while they're doing it. Like, she knows when she's doing something she's not supposed to, and then I'll say her name in a certain way, and she'll stop.
0: But when they, when they do get neurotic, it's tough for them to, like, simmer down. Like, I remember my cat jumping from, you know, a bookshelf to another bookshelf. Uh, and this was, like, not even on catnip.
1: She hasn't done any of that, really, like, since she I have she to was a watch out, Bases. you know. Uh, just she's never, like, knocked things over, really. When she was a kitten, she had a ton of energy. And she would just, like, run in circles. And she'd, like, even jump up and down. Um, it's funny
0: to watch, but when they destroy like, you know... Um, faces it's like i'm not cool
1: with she's this. never like knocked anything over and she runs around and you would think i'm just looking at my apartment i'm in the middle of moving so there's shit ever there's stuff everywhere and um considering how many obstacle courses there are in my apartment it's kind of amazing roxy has never broken anything <laughs> but um she's like this little she like slinks um
0: i mean it's fun to w- watch yeah, no yeah. i
1: sometimes miss it because she would g- run around like Crazy when she was a kitten. So we were constantly when she was a kitten, I was making sure we got twenty minutes of feather time in the morning and at night. Otherwise she would um just go bananas. But now I, I miss, you know, seeing her run laps around my apartment like she's David Byrne and stop making sense. Those I love the when days. they do
0: that and just, you know, make weird noises.
1: They're fun to watch. This yeah, is why yeah. I'm saying it is like watching someone on mushrooms except they're Uh like not and they can't tell you they can't talk to you so they're not like hanging out with someone on mushrooms while you're sober (laughs) (laughs) so they're not annoying
0: um yeah uh do you ever try giving catnip
1: yes I never really gave her catnip for a while and it was because I was like well what if she doesn't like catnip and she can't tell me that she doesn't like it Mm -hmm. which was kind of me projecting like being too high on weed in college and not being able to tell anyone (laughs) but pretending that I Uh liked weed and one of my friends was like yeah that's you're projecting your insecurities about getting anxious on pot onto your cat Mm -hmm. so I do now have a little mouse that I spray with catnip that she likes she's also smart I think if she didn't like catnip she wouldn't go after the Mm -hmm. mouse Um, but she's never had tons of catnip I don't think I had much catnip in the house for a long time because I was like I said projecting my insecurities (laughs) onto my cat
0: my cat would just pretty much like climb up curtains and stuff but yeah it's like uh, we need to stop that I, I had this tabby and uh,
1: I love tabbies
0: but they're so wild like
1: yeah Roxy's a calico for anyone out there
0: who wants to know and uh, her picture will be on our yes. Instagram account She's so cute. Uh, along hopefully with the iTunes and the SoundCloud link of this podcast um,
1: Perna the cat that I lived with which is the reason I realized I would want a cat one day she was a tabby
0: My tabby was male, and um, he would, like, try to ambush me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whenever I turned around, he would just bite my ankles, grab him, bite him, and he would bring a lot of dead birds. And, uh, you know, there was a period in my life where I was a big-time raver, so, like, I would have a lot of after-hour parties, and people would come over and and entertain themselves and do recreational stuff, and he... They were like, oh, is this cat on crack? Because he acts like a crack baby.
1: I do. I think that's what I'm saying. He was probably just trying to, like, rave with y'all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and be
1: like, okay, well, I don't have anything recreational in my system, but I'm going to do my best approximation.
0: Yeah. He would, like, sprint back and forth while people were, like, doing ketamine.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that. that's my experience with, you know, cats. They're just, they really live in the moment. Yeah. They're, c- which is frustrating because your cat will be like perfectly cuddly, and then two blocks away there's a noise, and they'll have to go stare out the window, and you're like, no, I want you to stay here.
0: Yeah, um, it's yeah. As I said, it's their world, and we get to live in it. Uh, I mean, the, the the reason they're neurotic supposedly like the the, the gene from lions and stuff. Oh. So, uh, and did you know like the first uh, breed of uh, domestic cats were like from you know. Jerusalem in that part of the world. I did not know. So, and I assumed
1: it was Egypt.
0: And uh, from Jerusalem it went to Egypt. Oh. And then from Alexandria because it was a port city, it went through the all the you know, port cities around Europe. That
1: makes sense. The Jews were like, all right, we'll build your pyramids, <laughs> but we got to bring our cats. Yeah.
0: It uh so they're like, we don't know if like uh, and, and during those, you know, times like people are not like like post crawl magnum I don't I don't know exactly, so who, they don't know who domesticated who. was like did the, the cats no the
1: the cats domesticated us they showed yeah. up because it was easier to get food and this is the point I want to say after mentioning the Jews and the pyramids I am Jewish that is why I have a show called Shiva for Anne Frank if that wasn't obvious when I talked about it and also Roxy will be having a bat mitzvah when she is thirteen um, she wore her first Halloween costume this year a witch hat. And she tolerated it. So I've got plenty of time to um, figure out what uh, type of designer hat she will be wearing to her. Bum and
0: I'll we looking forward to that? I'm excited. I'm really I used excited. to make clothes for my cats. Like I took a tube sock and it put holes in it and it looked like a turtleneck.
1: Oh, I do. I have not dressed Roxy up very much, but I'm thinking maybe I'll start, you know?
0: Yeah, I I, like, I want to have a segment of the show where people submit fashion ideas out of recyclable stuff. You I know. love that. You know, down the line. We'll see.
1: Sustainable fashion for cats.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of a cleverer name, but I can't come up with it. Catwalk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. So we're getting towards the end of our podcast and you know what that means. Trivia. <gasps> Yay! By the way, all that information that I just told you about uh, you know, cat stuff is from that Netflix documentary called uh, The Lion in Your Living Room.
1: I have watched part of it.
0: It's very, very, you know, technical.
1: I remember I watched like, it one night in yeah. bed and I fell asleep, but it's very funny because it's very serious, right? Very serious. Very
0: yeah. serious, yeah. like yeah. A, It's like a Nacho documentary. Uh, it's not very light, so yeah. it, it doesn't I draw just, you in unless you're, you know, nerd. T- you know uh, write stuff down you know
1: i just also want to let all the listeners at home know that stuff is wearing an amazing cat sweater and because i'm in the process of moving i was digging through things earlier and i am wearing a floral crown uh and so i look like i'm going to coachella three years ago yeah i don't think i don't even know if they're in anymore our flower crowns in please tweet at me i do well, not know
0: at least it's not a headdress
1: that is true yeah. it, as far as you know it is not appropriation
0: okay uh yeah, uh, down the line, I don't want to come up. I, I I would like to come up with like a s- name for this segment, like maybe Let's uh, see. wait wait meow or or meowstery <laughs> or jeopardy.
1: <laughs> I like that one.
0: Okay, what is the proper term for a group of kittens?
1: Litter. <laughs> Am I right? I was
0: gonna read you the options, but it's correct. It was like oh. the options were kit, kit kindle, caboodle, <laughs> kinna kettle.
1: Okay, I didn't know this was multiple choice, so now I know.
0: Okay, well, I didn't announce this, so it's not your fault. (laughs) Um, Old cats are born with what color eyes? Green, blue, black, pink. Pink. Wrong, it was blue. Oh, wow. And if they're born with white eyes, that means they're deaf. That's another tidbit. Aww. Uh, Okay, the next question... What percentage of a cat's bones are in its tail? What percent? Okay. Yeah, there are no bones in a cat's tail. Ten percent, twenty percent, two percent. Two percent. Close. Ten. Ten percent. Oh, I was thinking about yes. ten. Sorry, I wrote these. Is
1: it just like my guess would be? Is the bone like at the top of the tail, where like the wag initiates from, or does it go through the whole tail? I haven't dissected a cat. All right. I'm glad you have not dissected a cat. I feel like we could also, I'm just going to look at some cat anatomy photos.
0: There's a street art designer, a uh, street art graffiti uh, artist. Uh, he does dissect animals and paints them on walls.
1: Where is he getting the animals to dissect? Uh,
0: uh, uh, what you want to call it? Medical books.
1: Oh, he's not actually dissecting animals.
0: I hope not, because there's like a human stuff too, so.
1: Well, maybe he's in med school and this is just (laughs) what he does on the side.
0: But yeah, he's very anal and just does that stuff. And I bought a lot of his stuff. That's why I got into credit card debt. But that's a whole nother podcast. That's a
1: whole nother podcast.
0: (laughs) Uh, What is it called when a cat needs the ground? What is it called when a cat needs the ground? Oh, needs it. When they're kneading. A, rubbing. B, kneading. C, snuggling the i can't read wait my is the is the
1: question is the answer in the question
0: uh no it's so
1: because needing is in the question
0: yeah what is it called when a cat needs to the ground you know what i i might have to, to not I, i'll take the question so back because i can't even read my own handwriting
1: i can't either
0: yeah Um sorry but is folks. this that thing
1: where they do where like i don't roxy does it to me not the ground it's sort of like if you're watching it, it looks like she's like a cat is like marching on you Yeah, making dough. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned that that is something they do like to get milk from their mothers. Huh. I think it's something they do when they're kittens and they're nursing. And a lot of strays do it into adulthood because oh they God. were separated. They their moms. They mi- or they were separated from their mothers early, oh. not because like they got adopted, but because like, you know, they were. Found somewhere like mm. I, my niece recently asked me if I was Roxy's mommy, and I said yes, and she said, "Where's her cat mom?" And then I, I like, I didn't know how to explain, um, like cat adoption on an d- emotional level because then I got upset that I didn't know, you know, where Roxy's mom was.
0: Well, it's and luckily not- she's four, so I changed the <laughs> subject.
1: <laughs> I get yeah. very emotional. When I think about my cat's inner emotional life and whatever she went through on the streets,
0: <laughs> you ever thought about going to a cat, uh, no, no cat uh, medium or cat? Uh, I mean,
1: I do have a friend that does that, uh, but I think I think Roxy is a million times more emotionally adjusted than I am. I mean, this is like I need to go. Mm-hmm. I, I'll bring this up in therapy. Roxy's fine. <laughs> it's me who's still struggling. <laughs> Well, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. Uh,
0: our final question is, how many different sounds a c- a- can a cat make? A, 150. B, 10. C, 100. And D, 27.
1: Ooh. I'm going to say
0: 100. Oh, my God.
1: Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, th- uh,
0: I mean, I wasn't trying to trick you, but you got like one out of, four so
1: no i got the first one right well, i got litter yeah, so my bad yeah 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 uh you, you did um i i will not
0: you want my you want i my will voice not in your be answering <laughs> machine?
1: <laughs> i will not be given less credit than i No. if i answered two questions correctly my I'm bad <laughs> i totally
0: forgot that because you didn't let me because i didn't option. even let him yeah. answer the question so, but yeah do you want my an- uh, voice on your answering machine
1: Wait. I was just that joking Oh.
0: just like wait wait till.
1: oh no well actually I have a really hard time checking my messages and deleting messages so that was just making me realize that I should do that because I'm in the process of moving to LA and I'm having to that involves a lot of things that require phone calls and phone calls back so I need to make sure that my answering machine is still taking incoming messages
0: also I didn't think about like giving out prizes
1: <laughs> oh well you yeah. know what being on the show is prize enough
0: oh that's nice um so yeah rachel McKay Steele. you want to give your uh social uh yeah. instagram info where they can follow you yeah and then, and then, please and then um where they can find you to do comedy because she just she, that one man i mean one person show is probably going to be on more
1: It is. Please
0: do follow her and her cat, Roxy.
1: Yes. Um, So Roxy's hashtag is Roxy Mischief. If you don't care about me and you just want to see pictures of the cat, totally understand. I am at Rachel M. Steele on Instagram. Uh, My solo show is at Shiva for Anne on Instagram. And my Twitter is at Rachel M. Steele. Um, If you look up Rachel McKay Steele, you will find those. My solo show just did workshop performances in New York. I'm hoping to start doing fringe festivals um, late spring this year. And um, adopt, don't shop, people. Adopt. So many pets need homes. So many cats need homes. Um, if you have the financial resources, pets are absolutely wonderful. And they, they truly just make your lives a little, a little fuller. Especially cats. Yeah, but they, uh, Roxy's had a lot of dental work, so I do want (laughs) to say that they are, they are a financial responsibility, but she makes me so happy, and I recently read that there's one theory, the reason we like petting cats and dogs so much is it's leftover from when, from when we were in our primate stage of Mm -hmm. evolution, and we groomed each other. I do not know if that is true, but I enjoyed reading that fact.
0: Also, like someone told me that we get rid of our um, bad energy or like static, no, not static, kinetic energy. Or
1: I don't know, but I hope I'm not giving Roxy all my anxiety because <laughs> that is too much um. for one little kitty. <laughs> no, yes, I, I not to preach, but as someone that had never had a pet before and then got a pet and was totally overwhelmed and had allergies, I just could not be happier to be a huge, huge cat lady. So go adopt some cats, people.
0: Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Sepha. It's been perfect.